With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the lombardi line with michael lombardi and patrick maher on vsin It is the Lombardi line, and we're presented by BetMGM. Of course, BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options. You go in-game, you get the boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip and bring that Nevada ID. When you do, you're good to go. 21 years or older, if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Michael Lombardi in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. Thank you to Pat Leonard and also to our next guest, New York City Cast host. You can find the podcast here on VEASAN at VEASAN.com slash podcast. And thank you for Will Hill's patience. He was supposed to be on 40, about 15 minutes ago, and he's a team player. And we say hi. Hi, Will. How are you? What's up, boys? It's funny. I'm actually going to have Pat on, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday to go over some draft stuff. So uh, looking forward to it. What's going on? Nice little promotion. Did either of you expect what we got from Minnesota last night? Michael, I'll start with you. I expected no. them to fold. They very much didn't. And Carl Anthony Towns showed up. He did. And, you know, I thought they would fold and they get the big lead. They come back and, you know, they, they continue. And Anthony Towns hits those two free throws at the end of the game because Bain hit a ridiculous three-pointer, which if he misses one of those, the game going overtime. So, um, you know, I, I, I kind of thought they showed some resolve. They missed some free throws down the stretch, which they were able to overcome. But when they needed a basket, they were able to get it done. And, and look, I, I think Memphis, Dylan Brooks was sensational down the stretch for Memphis. But, you know, this Minnesota team, which I thought they could win this series, I really did. Uh, I, I was surprised they showed that much fortitude. Will, a straight-up winner as two-and-a-half-point dogs. You can start there and then jump into anything else that stood out to you yesterday on the NBA slate. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised with Minnesota because I'm not surprised with anything that's going to happen in that series. This has been the strangest series. That game three on, what was it, Thursday night was maybe one of the strangest games I've ever seen with, you know, 32 to nine quarters in these, you know, 21-0 runs. You really can't even call them runs. It's like a 21-0 walk because they happen so slowly. Just really strange games. I've never seen a team blow, you know, two 20-point leads in the same game. Uh, you know, Minnesota fans probably used to it now with the Vikings, but that was just such a meltdown. And yeah, give them credit. They bounced back. Uh, I, I can't believe just to pivot here. I can't believe how poorly Durant's played. 
and he's a top 10, 15 player all time. Probably he has been awful in this series. He was awful last night. What 11 shot attempts, just uh, really a terrible performance. And he's kind of slid on it. Nobody's really given him a hard time saying, you know what? Credit the Celtics defense. He's played a lot of minutes. He's been awful in this series. He, the people are afraid of him, Michael, because he's going to go after yeah, him on sure Twitter with his burner. But he's been horrible. No. It looked almost like he shook because the Celtics are so physical with him, Michael. They're beating him up. And, you know, Will texts me during the game. He's like, he's got to get bigger. I mean, this guy's played his whole career at this weight. You know, it's like he ain't getting bigger. He's changing the way he's playing. I mean, I think the fact that they used Blake Griffin in this game was an, almost an act of desperation. I'll keep saying this. And, look, I think Durant's one of the greatest players we're ever going to witness. And he's not having a great series. But I do think coaching matters. I think if there is ever documentation and evidence to support that coaching matters in the NBA, this series is it. I mean, this is it. I mean, you've let, you basically have let Durant run the team as a coach, much like Mr. James. And now all of a sudden you, you don't have a team that's ready to compete at the highest level, nor can handle anything defensively. The desperate eight minutes of desperation for, for Blake Griffin, when he could have been playing to at least help your team, the whole, we knew Drummond was, I mean, Drummond's a nice in the season backup, but he wasn't going to be the factor in this game. So, you know, for me, I think this this speaks volumes about how poorly coached and what Steve Nash doesn't do. Yeah, fair enough. It's a, it's a great point. You know, with the superstars, when you sign them, Lombardi, it's like in Goodfellas, you know, the bust out. When they come in to run your restaurant, that's it. They're running your restaurant. They take over. And uh, to go back on the broke. Durant point. Yeah. And you're broke. No you doubt. end up broke. They got like the tiki bar. They got to burn it down. And this is what that's going to happen in the offseason for the Brooklyn Nets. They're going to become the tiki bar. Yeah, I do wonder if Durant has to put on 10, 12 pounds of muscle because he's like a wide receiver just getting pushed around. He's sort of like a, a ball in a foosball machine. They're just banging him around. And I know, uh, you know, these guys, they get older. They like to get lighter and leaner. And Durant's always been lean, but, but yeah, I don't remember him looking this skinny. He just, he looks weak on the court and he just, you know, he didn't fight back, you know, last night in this series. And to be fair, he's always been a little bit more of a cat than a dog. He's had these moments in Oklahoma city where he came up short. Remember his last home game in OKC, that clay Thompson game, uh, Oklahoma city had that game one. He didn't play well down the stretch 2013 against Memphis. Remember there was that article where, you know, somebody called him Mr. Unreliable. He got all bent out of shape. He's had a few of these moments in his career. Pet analogies from Will Hill on a Sunday. I'm here for it. The Hawks. The Hawks are catching a point and a half. They've lost three times since mid-January at home. This is in uh, a Kyle Lowry could be a miss today. Where are you at on this one? Yeah, I don't know if we've gotten word on Lowry, but I'm assuming he doesn't play. And I think that's huge for Miami because that hurts Miami defensively. And Atlanta's biggest weakness is transition defense. And without Lowry, I just think you're going to get fewer fast breaks. You're not going to be able to expose that weakness. So I like Atlanta here. And I think playing in Atlanta is important because you get those 50-50 calls. And I, I think Miami needs their free throws. You know, Butler needs to get to the foul line. He's not a three-point shooter. He needs his free throw attempts. You know, if you're not making threes and you're not getting to the foul line, you can't. You can be a good offensive player. It's hard to be a great one. And if you look at the two games in Miami, Butler shot 20 free throws. Uh, the game Friday night in Atlanta, game three, he shot three free throws. So uh, I think Atlanta's got a chance to steal this one. It, it's always dangerous. You know, you let a team off the mat. Yeah, I mean, Miami had them dead and buried Friday night. They're up 10, 12 points. They went on a 21 0 run. That game was over. That series was over. 
Uh, some of the shots Young hit were just ridiculous. The fact that he even took some of those shots, that one he hit basically from like uh, a few steps past half court. I still can't believe he took it and that it went in. But you, you let a team off the mat, you let a team off the hook like that, it's always dangerous, and I do think they'll miss Lowry tonight. So I did bet Atlanta here, plus two. I see it's one and a half now. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I think Miami is so mentally tough, and uh, like you said, Will, I think they let one slip away. I mean, you know, just conversely, I mean, they let one slip away. Philadelphia loses yesterday. They're 3-1. This should be a 2-2 series. I mean, Philly yeah. stole one up there and really didn't do it, whereas Miami has a sense of confidence. Like, they, they stole one from us. And I've always worried about teams that especially have mental toughness when they know they've gotten robbed in a game, they play extra better the next time. All right, let's do this. Will was patient. He got dressed up on a Sunday. Let's keep him for another segment. So the reason I say that is because we have to get Michael's take on what happened with the 76ers, and we'll get Will's take as well. I think this thumb's going to be a thing, man. I don't think it's going to get better. I only think it's going to get worse, Michael. Yeah, you know, I, I was talking to a bunch of people in the league yesterday, and, and I mean, I think, look, they this is a team that doesn't always have – the mental fortitude. You could tell in their body language in the first few minutes of that game, they weren't interested. They were in the mindset, let's just beat it when we go back to Philly. And let me say this, if they don't if they don't play well, I mean when Van Fleet leaves the game, you got to think to yourself, this is our moment. They've played as bad as you could play and going into the fourth quarter, they're sitting right there to win the game and they couldn't pull it off. And, you know, when you don't get production out of Maxi, you don't get production out of, out of Embiid, and, and, and you're worried about that, they can blame the officials all they want. I mean, this is just why I have a hard time. You know, the difference between Boston and Philly is Boston is mentally tough. They went right after. They went right after. They, they put their foot on the throat of Brooklyn last night. Philly doesn't have that killer instinct. Will, what was your take? I, I actually thought the Raptors looked tired. At one point during the game, and I'm like, they're laboring, but then they just found an extra, they found extra juice. What, what was your take on that yesterday? Yeah, I mean, and B just didn't look the same, whether, you know, he's, uh, his pain tolerance isn't where it needs to be. It, it's hard to really determine. And boy, the injuries this postseason, same as last postseason, whether it's Lowry, Embiid, uh, you know, Middleton. I mean, these guys just get hurt left and right. It's unbelievable. But Embiid, every time he fumbled the ball, he's looking at the thumb, he's favoring the thumb. Uh, you know, he clearly wasn't, he didn't play as well as he's played in, in the first three games in all series, in all, you know, series all season. Uh, they'll probably close it out. What's it tomorrow? They'll probably close it out. At some point, there's going to be a team that comes from three Oh down to win a series. I, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if it's ever going to happen, it's going to be a doc rivers team. It's going to be a hard and Embiid team. Uh, I do think they'll close it out tomorrow, but look, you're still up three, one, you're still in good shape, but anything less than hundred percent of Embiid, it's going to be hard to come out of the East and win a title. Speaking of which, let me ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, look, let's be clear here. If they go, if they come into Philly Monday night and win the se- they're going to win the series. They're going to win the series. <laughs> Seriously. You guys can all laugh all you want. I no, mean, uh, if they, co- no. they come into Philly and win that, that they'll beat them by, they can't, Philly can't win in Toronto. That's why I love Toronto yesterday. Philly is Philly shouldn't have won the first game in Toronto. I mean, let's be real clear here. I mean, they got lucky going overtime. They got lucky with the shot in overtime. I mean, they can't. They're not. I'm not. I'm not being this as a downer Philadelphia fan. But this is the moment where they either have to win this game or they're going to lose the series. And the dogs were three and one straight up, four and zero ATS yesterday. Unders three and one. So the books probably got fat and happy. We'll ask Gable coming up in a bit. Um, by the way, boys, we talked about free throws. The Mavericks got to be kicking themselves. That series is tied to If they hit free throws late, they win that. They, they're up three to one. Lead with 55 seconds left to go in the game. How do you lose that game? 
how do you lose that game? You know, and my man Will's texting me. Will was coaching a lot of teams yesterday. I don't know how he did it. I really don't. I mean, he texted me to Will tell Kidd. Jason Kidd what he wanted to make of the adjustments. You know, I thought he had a direct line to Jason Kidd. I didn't know he needed to rely on me to get to Jason Kidd. But, you know, it's like you 55 seconds, you're up by four. I mean, like, how do you not win that game? I, I was disappointed. I still think I still like them. I really do. I like that team. I think that team is will will play better. I'm I, I agree that you know that uh, Luca wasn't what he needs to be, especially defensively. But you know they, they're still like you said, if they can get their team to make those free throws, they can. I mean, Luca was still as bad as I thought Luca played. I looked at the stat sheet. He's still plus seven. Luca didn't even try on defense. That was the best part. I mean, he his numbers look great, but he was he was winded. You could tell that. It was to me. It was Dinwiddie. They needed Dinwiddie to play at the level that he's capable of playing. They got really nothing from their bench yesterday. Not Keeber didn't play well. Bertrands didn't play. Dinwiddie and you know they didn't really get anything from their bench. Remember back in the day when Carson, if he liked the comedy act, he'd ask him to the couch, Michael Lombardi. Mm-hmm. This is like with Will Hill. He's being asked back to the couch for another segment. How about that? We're lucky because I'm sure he's got drafts to run and he's got <laughs> teams to build. There's no doubt. And, I, and basically, he's now become Al Davis for me. He starts throwing questions at me. If I don't give him the right answer, I get uh, I get all I get cursed text back. No. Like, he told me this. <laughs> like, I literally now I'm shaking when I get a text from him. <laughs> This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Lombardi Line, BetMGM, VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. He's Michael Lombardi, of course. Michael's going to be out here for the draft next week. Looking forward to it. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the South Point Studios here in Las Vegas. Will Hill is joining us. New York City Cast, VSEN.com/podcast. 
I just want to pick up where we left off. Will is also on the Warriors and Bulls. We'll get to his cap in a second. So you are intimidated. Is that what you were telling me? When Will starts to text you, you get nervous? Well, you know, he wants answers on the draft. Who's picking this guy? Who's picking that guy? You know, like, I, I'm only telling him what I know. I'm But if I don't give him the right answer, well, you said this yesterday. Mm. It's like Al Davis. Like, Al Davis said, oh, didn't you tell me that? Uh, you didn't, uh, That's not what you told me. And then I gotta, and I'm, I'm just sitting here. I'm sweating. No, look, I'm just telling you. what You want to know what I'm hearing. I can't make it up. Like, right. I can't make it up. Like, if you want me to fit it into you what you want to bet, okay. But I, now I'm working for him. Yeah. I mean, now I'm working for him. It appears. Will, do and, you have a response? Oh, yeah. It's not betting related. I'm doing the New York City cast, vison.com slash podcast. I want to give the audience a good show. I want the Giants fans, the Jets fans, they both have some picks here. I want them to feel informed, so it's nothing betting related. Right. Oh, of course not. Yeah, that, 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 if he had a light, that, that, that meter would have gone way up. <laughs> Like oh, the line I didn't even hear that. I can show you that. There's nothing about the Jets or the Giants in this text. We don't need to do that. Like, we don't need to show the text. Yeah, we don't need to do that. Yeah, is, it know, fair to, I mean, is it fair to say you're calling Will a liar, Michael? I'm not. I'm saying, look, I, I agree he's probably going to use this information on his podcast. He's really worked hard. Credit to him for building this brand up and getting information out there, getting some great guests on the show. And, and give listeners. people the information. Yeah, it's it's about the listeners. But I do say that you know he's he's he is that you know as Parcells would say he's like that dog that has two paws wrapped around the bone. Like he keeps coming. Yeah. you know he's never going to give it up. He's relentless. Um, are, would you like to respond to the fact that you're bullying Michael Lombardi, Will Hill? Again, it's all about the listeners. You know, trying to give the listeners a good show, trying <laughs> yeah. to give them a feel yes. for their football yes. team here going forward. It's, yes. all, it's all about the listeners. Nobody cares more about VSIN and the listeners more. Draft guide, Hill. great draft guide coming out. Yeah. And by the way, our VSIN splits, did you guys see the email from Bill AD this morning? Our splits now over at VSIN.com are the best in the industry. So they've just been updated. I encourage you to check them out. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of plugging from the boys on a Sunday morning. Let's go first one up. That's going to be one o'clock your time on the East Coast. The Bucks at the Bulls. The Bucks blew out the Bulls in game three. It was an awesome performance. This number's four and a half on the board. And I like it, Will. You're going contrarian. You're going to go Bulls. Oh, this one's gross. I don't like this one, but I'm going to take the Bulls just because this line, they played Friday night, the line's two. Now they're playing tonight, four and a half. Uh, I mean, there'll probably be some fives pop up. I mean, I, to me, this is just an overreaction. Uh, by the way, congratulations to Milwaukee for finally joining the playoffs on Friday night. I mean, my goodness, they played so badly the first two games when I bet them. Uh, I laid off Friday, and then they just buried it, Chicago. Um, I do think there's some areas where Chicago can attack them. I think Chicago can attack Grayson Allen defensively, which they didn't do a lot of Friday night. Uh, I think they should cut Tristan Thompson's minute. Why Tristan Thompson's playing 13 minutes in a playoff game? I have no idea. Uh, I think they'll probably get to the free throw line a little better. They only really, they had six free throw attempts late into that game. I think they shot like three or four in garbage time, but uh, I think they had six free throw attempts with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And what was just a beat down Friday night. But uh, I lean towards the bulls here. I just think this line is an overreaction. Uh, you know, I figured DeRozan plays a little better. He only had, I think, nine shot attempts on Friday, yep. which is hard to believe after he scored 41 points. And I saw some of the players from Milwaukee after the game saying, well, we forced him left. We forced him out of his you know, comfort zone. These teams play all the time. They're in the same division. You just figured out now you got to force them left. That it was a kind of a strange, uh, strange comment just from a strategy standpoint. But I just think this line's an overreaction. So I took the Bulls plus four and a half. Don't feel great about it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. I, I'm with I'm with John Massa. I, I I think this is one I like Milwaukee a lot on the other night because I thought they'll play. I think this is just I I, I think Chicago does won't won't have an answer. Milwaukee 
even without Middleton, I think Milwaukee's going to be so hard to play. Maybe, you know, and when you look at what they were able to accomplish in the first quarter, they just took this game over. And, you know, for me, I think Chicago gave them the surprise. But if you look at the history of the series, I think it's really been hard for Chicago. An undermanned Nuggets team. Will Golden State put them to rest today? They should. They should sweep this series. Two blowouts, one and two, and then a close game in game three. That number closed two the other night with the Warriors lane. It it has been, they're now four and a half on the board, Will. Are you willing to lay the four and a half with the Warriors? Yeah, I, I like Golden State. I'm always leery of 3-0 series because you never know who's going to be into the game and you know who isn't. But I would think the Warriors would be motivated to close it out, get Curry some rest, regroup here for round two and going forward. And what really is, you know, could be a championship run here. I think they're the favorite now. A lot of these books, uh, they've really gotten healthy at the right time. And Denver, they turn the ball over a lot. Bottom five turnover team, bottom five team in terms of fouling. That's just a bad math game uh, in terms of you know the possessions. Uh, it's hard to win that way. It's hard when you, you don't get to the foul line. It's hard when you put the other team on the foul line. And I, I know Jokic is going to get a lot of crap once he gets swept here. But if you look at that roster, I mean, it's Forbes, it's Boogie Cousins, it, I mean, Austin Rivers. That's really, if you take Jokic off that team and just replace him with like an average center, that's what, like an 18 20 win team? This is an awful roster. Uh, I like Golden State today. To me, this is a 1 2 3 Cancun game for, for Denver. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. I think, you know, this is one of those where Denver just runs out of options late in the game. Unless Denver can build an insurmountable lead early in the game, I think as the game gets closer to the end and it gets tighter, they don't have an answer. They don't really have a way to, to be able to create what they need to to continue to score. And we all know this, the Warriors have scorers everywhere. I mean, when they go to their bench, they have the most greatest score. They have the greatest score of all time. To Will's point, the Warriors are plus 250. The Suns, your second betting favorite for the championship at plus 350. So three and a half to one. The Celtics plus 375. Will, you wanted to follow up? Yeah, just, I mean, the way these good organizations draft and develop, to find a guy like Poole that late in the draft, I mean, he's just unbelievable. The speed, the ability to shoot, it's almost, you know, if you didn't know any better, you'd think you're watching Curry. He's so good. Jordan Poole's Will, you've you got to stop now. you got to stop. You know this. You and I have had this debate for years. You are not. You can't get good players in the second round in the NBA. I, this, I don't know. This Jordan Poole was what? He's the first or second pick overall in the draft, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, no, you you can't very, get good players. Not, no. you, you can't get good players in the second round. What are you going to learn this, Will? Come on. I mean, you can't get good. What was, Brooks, what was uh, uh, Dylan Brooks? What's he? Bain, Brooks, uh, those guys on Memphis. What Giannis, were they all? Jokic, yeah. Herb Jones does a nice job. He was the 35th pick. I, I was just looking at where he went pick because he's just a monster defensively looking at the next game. Yeah, yeah no, you're you right. You can't get good players. Read it. Just learn it. I mean, study it. You can't. It's a fact. You must have the process. You have to lose zillions of games to get players. You have to. Let's talk tech strategy the rest of the day, Will. Will you be reticent, <laughs> hesitant to write the big guy because you can tell he's on yeah. tilt you've got him shook a little bit, or do you take advantage of the fact that he shook and go hard with Michael Lombardi via text today? The first one, I thought about the second one and just kind of trying to, you know, bait the tiger there. But again, you don't pet the tiger as Lombardi always says, I'll probably lay low here for a little bit. Okay. Maybe circle back Tuesday, Wednesday, see how it goes, but I'll probably lay low. I think it's good strategy. 
and you can pounce yeah, it later won't last. on. It no, won't last. He'll, oh, no. won't last, he'll no. be coach. He'll be coaching a team, and his wife doesn't want to hear him coach. So I'm the next choice. No, I, I don't. I know his wife's name's Alyssa, but I don't even know if he knows his wife's name. In fact, I always <laughs> ask him, "Do you know you have children?" Because he, my man is grinding all the time. Uh, last one. I don't think you have a play officially, but let's get your lean. The Suns have been bet. Uh, they're laying two, two and a half at the Pelly Pels. What do you got? I would lean to New Orleans just because they're home. They're desperate. They're getting points. But to me, the Suns are just so much better defensively. And uh, a close game late, I-, I worry about Paul just taking over. His ability to hit clutch shots is just incredible. Uh, you know, every time I watch Paul play, I think for, uh, of the fact that Chris Paul was traded for Wes- Russell Westbrook, what, two, three years ago? And the team that got Chris Paul also got draft picks, which is just hard to even uh, fathom. Uh, I'm staying away just because Phoenix was able to win that game Friday night. They shot four of 26 from three and still were able to win. So that's probably a good sign for them going forward. Uh, again, I'm afraid to lay points here on the road against New Orleans who look, give them credit, you know, three and 16 to, to come this far, uh, win a couple playing games. This is a nice job. This is probably the one game I'm not betting today. You can say Russell Westbrook. I always do. Just like my mom says, tanning Chatham. Those are two names you can't say. Russell Westbrook is a tongue t- is a tongue twister. Um, and I'd like to say this officially to Alyssa, Will's wife. That's rubbish to think that I'm trolling you about the beard and the hair. I like yeah. the manly man look. Whatever's going on right now, it'll grow back. Right, Will? Yeah. Well, you know what? With all these head coaching vacancies, I'm probably due to get two or three interviews in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I want to no look doubt. clean. I want to look presentable. <laughs> no you you see no Quinn doubt. Snyder. He looks all stressed out. You know, it, it, the look is important when you head into these interviews. Who's coaching no LeBron? You got to look the part. You're like Prop Joe. You got to look the part. I mean, you got you're like <laughs> yeah. Avon Barksdale. You got to look the part. Yeah, who's absolutely. Gonna, who's going to be coaching your LeBrons next year? Boy, incompetent ownership usually hires incompetent coaches. So it's, it'll be somebody that I don't approve of. That, that organization is just a mess. And, and watching Caruso play in these games, it's just every Laker fan, it drives him nuts because that was every Laker fan's favorite player and what he does defensively. So uh, it'll probably be somebody who's, who's not a very good coach. That would be my guess. Michael's boy, AC Fresh, Alex Caruso Fresh. I don't so know who's going to go. I haven't heard a name there. I think Quinn Snyder certainly. I don't know if he wants to go to L.A., but I do think. But I told you, I, I believe Nick Nurse is the guy on their list. you got to be insane to go yeah. coach LeBron as a yeah. 37-year-old yeah, No, man. I don't disagree with you, you but I think insane. that's ultimately. That but is... I do think the one thing that's been clear in this is Brooklyn's demise and the Lakers' demise. You, need, you, need, you can't let the players coach. Look, they're running the league, and now they're coaching. Something's got to stop. New York City. Okay, one more segment. Will, more? No, you're done, bro. You're done. All right. So you <laughs> the hair and all. We'll see you next time. <laughs> you're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we've got the draft coming up in Vegas. We've got a draft special tonight, 6 p.m. Tim Murray, Sean King, break down all the first-round prospects and props. Expert guests include legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, former NFL lineman and TV host Mike Golick and his son. V-SIN's draft preview special tomorrow, 6 p.m. It's actually tonight, 6 p.m. exclusively right here on v And don't forget to download the Draft Betting Guide, which is incredible. It's v slash draft. v slash draft, just for 10 bucks for more information, okay? So just check it out. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher. We're going to head out to Atlantic City and say hi to our partner here, Thomas Gable. He runs the race and sports book at the Borgata. And we say good morning. My assumption is, Thomas, that you cleaned up yesterday because we had dogs, we had uh, unders cashing. How'd it go for the book yesterday in the NBA? 
went okay. Uh, I think you know, for the most other than the Sixers game, we, we it was decent. Uh, the Sixers game did not work out well for us. Uh, we needed. Um, well, the the under came in, which wasn't good for us, and um, uh, the Raptors there. People actually were were betting the Raptors here, and so it's a, um, it's a sophisticated it's Philadelphia Seventy Sixer fan base. They knew, they knew, they knew that, that yeah. there's no way that team could string two games together and win. I mean, they 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 they, they stole one. They weren't stealing two, to Pat Thomas. You you got no. victimized by knowledge by hometown knowledge. <laughs> yes, I think so. And and Michael, I you certainly we can get more into this tomorrow. But you know, now that we've seen exactly, you know, with Embiid with this thumb injury, and mm. by all means, he was favoring it uh, quite a bit yesterday, and I think it certainly affected him. Now tomorrow, coming back to Philadelphia, you have the thumb injury there on Embiid. And then you factor in Doc's playoff history. If they lose <laughs> tomorrow, I mean, I think it's going to be panic time in Philadelphia. Oh, I, 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 Thomas, you and I are both the Philadelphia 76ers who are historians, and we know this, this, game, the, this game is it, this is the series. Nobody's going to believe it because of the, but this has all the ingredients of a solid collapse of 3-0. I mean, this is if they don't win, and they're going to be tight, tight, tight. And Toronto knows it. Toronto knows it. I mean, Toronto didn't even play their best game the other day. But Siakam played well. You know, Scotty Barnes kind of came. He fought him safe through. But no, I think it's either they win Game Five or they're losing in seven. What's the number? Uh, What's the number on Game Five? (laughs) What, What is the number right now on Game Five there in Philly? Uh, right now, we have Sixers laying seven and a half right now. I Total's know. 209 and a half. <laughs> I know Michael Lombardi's taking the Toronto. Plus that oh, there's number. no doubt. I mean, that's a lock. That's a lock. I mean, just, just you could deposit that money into the account. I mean, that's a lock. <laughs> I mean, there's no way. I'm just telling you, the pressure will be mo- – It'll be. they'll start fast. Things will go good. And, you know, it'll start falling apart. And like, uh, like Thomas said, I mean, you've got Doc over there. You've got a, 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 an organ. And Embiid's going to keep playing with his finger. And, you know, and, and he's got an excuse to, to basically not have to ro- – I mean, first of all, if you're hurt, right, if, if you're out there, you don't need to tell everybody you're hurt. If you're playing, you're playing, right? Once you play, it's, it, you're, you're saying to yourself, I'm playing, period. I heard Thomas Gable had heartburn this morning. He's still booking bets over at the Borgata, so he, he's mm-hmm. not complaining. There's nothing from Gable, anything complaining or close to it. Uh, Bucks Bulls, are you four and a half on the board right now with the Bucks laying it at Chicago? We are, yes, four and a half, and uh, total is uh, two nineteen and a half uh, up there from the opener of two eighteen. So, you know, this is a. This is another series here where the Bulls, I thought, you know, they had a really good opportunity in front of them. But they played tough in game one. They kind of stole game two there. And then in so on game three, Milwaukee comes out. They play physical and aggressive, and they set the tone early. And the Bulls just sort of slumped away. And the game was over for all intents and purposes very early. And yet yeah. you had Bobby Portis, you know, start in place of uh, the injured Chris Middleton. And Portis ended up with 18 points, 16 rebounds, and nothing really came easy for the Bulls at all in that game. You know, their first 
fast break points came in the fourth quarter. And when you have the Bulls in the half court, they just don't have enough options, especially against the size and length of the Bucks. So it's going to be important for the Bulls to play at a quicker pace today, I think, and try to create some spacing. But the one thing to consider is this early tip. You know, Now, both teams did have the luxury of not playing their starters for too many minutes there in Game 3 due to it being a blowout. But uh, you, know, you would think with this early tip, things could get off a little bit slower than, than usual. Yeah, and Grayson Allen hitting five threes. America's sweetheart. Yes. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors at the Nuggets. I got four and a half. Remember, game three closed two, so the Warriors jumped up to four and a half here, Thomas. Yeah, Warriors now up to four and a half. Uh, they've uh, jumped. In. Same with the uh, line movement with the Bucks. Uh, they've also um, uh, the spread has increased on that from the opener. So. Warriors are getting bet here. I think these two early games are going to be the two where we kind of have decisions. I think the two later games are going to be much more balanced in terms of action, but I think both favorites in these two early games are going to be uh, where the action is. And, you know, I, before we all overreact to this Warriors lineup of Curry and Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole and Wiggins and, and Green, I think we need to get more of a sample size. You know, this particular lineup, they never played together in the regular season, and they've only played 23 minutes together in this series. And, yes, the numbers are pretty staggering. I mean, they're outscoring teams 36.8 points per 100 possessions, but we still need to see more, and, and not just against the Nuggets. Uh, but Golden State uh, here on the cusp of closing out this series. And, yes, if they're healthy, you have to consider them to be the favorite for the title, and you know they are right now at plus 280. And... Uh, while you can probably match this team up favorably with anyone in the league offensively, I, I think what we need to see more of is how they do defensively. As you know, they're going to be undersized uh, in in most of these series. So, but offensively, obviously, they can they can play with anyone. I would put them up against anyone in the in the NBA at this point. Hawks Heat, what's the number? Yeah, so Michael's Heat. Laying a point and a half, and that we haven't really moved off that point and a half from where we opened it. Uh, the total has come down slightly at two twenty and a half right now. Um, but uh, you know, th- this is a game here where the Heat they you know kind of let that game three go. They they could have uh, really been at, at a point where they could close this out, and now they're in a series here uh, with the Hawks and. Uh, you know, it's again. I think we're going to see balanced action on this game, especially with the spread being uh, so short. Uh, but uh, Michael, I want to get your take on this. Uh, do you think uh, the Heat uh, head back to Miami tied up? No, I don't. I think the Heat know they're the better team. They know they let one slip away. I think they have that killer instinct like Boston does. I think Boston and and, and Miami will end up playing for the conference final. Uh, because I think both these teams are mentally tough. They're both really good defensively. And I know Lowry's not going to play, but I, I just think to me th- that the way Atlanta goes, they'll do a better job on Trey Young, and some other player for their team will rise to the occasion. So I- I'm fairly confident that they'll win today. I mean, I'd be surprised because it, 
it, it is not their way, and it's Spolster is such a good coach that he'll make the adjustments knowing Lowry's not going to play. It's always hard when a guy gets hurt, you lose the game. I think he's got time to, to kind of figure this out, and Butler looks like he's just determined to get it done. Yeah, they're calling Lowry a game-time decision, but I agree with Michael. I, I don't see him bouncing back from that hamstring in a day. Uh, the Suns-Pelicans, yeah. what, what, what do we have here for a game four in New Orleans, Thomas? Uh, so Suns laying two and a half right now. Uh, total has come down in this. We've seen it uh, tick down a little bit from where we opened two sixteen and a half, and uh, right now down to two fifteen, uh, pretty much uh, across the board in this one. So uh, we're, we're seeing some movement there towards the under. Again, I'd expect to see uh, some decent uh, two way action on this game, especially with no Booker and uh, the Pelicans. Uh, have been uh, getting some love there in the uh, in the betting market the, the last couple games, so I'd expect that to continue uh, tonight. Give me a play. There's four games. It's not a Des Moines special, but give me your be- give me your best <laughs> bet on the board here, TGZ. Uh, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna side with Michael there, and uh, I think the Heat are going to. Uh, going to be able to cover the short number here and uh, head back to, to Miami to try to close it out. There it is. Heat culture. Thomas, hey, um, generally uh, fight fans like to bet the dog in a big boxing match, so uh, how did it go with you and Fur- uh, Fury yesterday? Um, not much of a decision on that. Uh, you know, as you said, you know, most people like to bet the dog. You get a couple takers on that, but uh, for the most part, people were betting the props. Uh, on Fury because you could get the better price there, uh, whether to have him win by knockout TKO or, you know, at the round props. So in the end, we uh, made out okay on that. Very much won with a knockout with that uppercut, which was nasty. Thomas Gable, yeah. director of the race and sports book at the Borgata, our partner here on the Lombardi line. Thank you, TG. Have a nice day. Thanks, TG. Appreciate you. All right. You thank you, guys. Thomas Gable, Wes Reynolds next, Lombardi line. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you want a loyalty program? We got it. It's BetMGM. Reward points, redeemable, online bonuses converted into comps at MGM Resorts nationwide. Essentially, if you have a credit card, you get bonus points. That's what this is for betters. It's awesome. It's a tremendous loyalty program. You can use them here in town as well. Got to be 21 years or older. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. So coming up next, Brady Cannon and James Salinas are going to be coming along the way with Betting Across America. Michael Lombardi, there is a great clip at VEASAN Live on Twitter. Intrepid reporter Brady Cannon asking James Salinas about getting down on the draft in Denver, Colorado. It is a must-watch. So get over there right mm-hmm. now on Twitter at VEASAN Live and check that out. One half of long shots is Brady. The other half is Wes Reynolds, and he joins us here on the Lombardi line. We say good morning to Wes. Wes, how are you feeling today, my man? Good morning, guys. I'm actually uh, currently sweating some golf futures right now over at this European <laughs> tour event in Spain. Uh, got the uh, second and fourth right now, so one guy won off the lead here. So we'll see if uh, Adrian Otegui or Antoine Rosner can get home. Euro Tour West is what we call him, of course. That is Wes Reynolds, who's always sweating something. You know, I'll start here. Is this one of those don't overthink it? The Warriors are four and a half on the board, but you're going to lay the wood here. Is this kind of don't overthink it better team? Yeah, to me, it really is. And I was kind of considering because, look, uh, Toronto did their part, and I was on the wraps yesterday. They did their part to avoid the sweep, but I think part of that, too, might have been, okay, Embiid's dealing with the thumb. Maybe how full go do we really want to go? Toronto back against the wall. but And I think that that series, look, Toronto could have won game three, and Embiid hits that shot. So I think that that 3-0 deficit was a lot more even than this 3-0 deficit because if you look in game three, Denver really gave Golden State their biggest shot or their best shot. I mean, Denver played absolutely well. Jokic was absolutely every bit of the MVP candidate he is, put up a really good effort. They shot really well from the three, and they still lost by five. So I I just think that, you know, you get a matchup where a team is a little bit overmatched, especially when Golden State goes to that, what they call the, or what's being dubbed as the death lineup with uh, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Steph, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green. And when they've been on the floor, they've outscored Denver by 6.8 points per 100 possessions. Offensive rating is 142.6, which is absolutely out of this world in the defensive rating, 105.8 in the 23 minutes that they've played together. So I just don't know what Denver can do. They've done a great job, and the Warriors have really defended Jokic well, even though Jokic uh, did have 37 points, his best game of the series in Game 3 to go along with 18 rebounds. But I think, like, Denver has done everything that they can do without Murray and without MPJ, Michael Porter Jr., They're just kind of out of luck and I think out of cards to be drawn to get a winning hand here. So I think Golden State closes it out today. The Porter Jr. question is fascinating, Michael, because he was, you know, five-star kid coming out of Washington, one or two in his class behind Bagley, maybe on a couple of recruits. Um, The question I have for you to follow up on that, how would you handle that? How would you handle that type of player in an NFL front office? The upside's insane, but he's never healthy. Yeah, that, that's the that's the thousand dollar that's a million dollar question, right? How do you handle the durability issue? It's 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 something that lingers. I mean, look no further than Kyler Murray. You know, durability is as important as ability. 
And and that's the problem. I mean, let's talk about Embiid. Let's say the Sixers lose this 3-1 lead that they have, and it's because Embiid's thumb's bad. How many more times is he going to get hurt when he's gonna, when you have an opportunity? I mean, durability matters. And, you know, you've got to be able to fight through some of the injuries. Part of it is the player. Can you do it? Now, sometimes it's just happenstance. But, you know, if you're Denver, I mean, look, I think Wes is right. Denver just doesn't have enough in their arsenal to be able to battle a really good team. The one thing we know about seven-game series is the best teams typically always find a way to win. You can't out-coach a team in a best seven. I think the one thing what Wes said, which is I think is really important, and I'm not saying this as a 76er kind of like a pessimist, but the reality of it is, is this should be a 2-2 series. Toronto had a chance to win game two. They were playing it right there. And we know Philly's not a good team playing in Toronto. So so even though they're down 3-1, Toronto's like, all we got to do is win one game. We're back in this. Yeah, fair enough. Bucks bulls that's going to be the early game, 10 o'clock our time, 1 o'clock Michael Lombardi's time on the East Coast. 219.5 on the total. Wes, you're going to go under the total here. Yeah, I think so, guys. Because if you look at, at game two, or excuse me, games one and game two, the pace ratings were 99.4 and 100.6. It slowed down to 96.2 in the third game. Now, that was part and parcel of the fact that it was a blowout in the second half. But still, that's a big jump in one game. And I think a lot of it was due to the fact that Chris Middleton did not go and the fact that you've got Bobby Portis in his place in the starting lineup. And what's that's going to do for Milwaukee? And you saw it in game three. It slows down the pace a little bit. Now, the offensive rating was the best that Milwaukee put up in the entire series because Bobby Portis, 18 points, 7 of 14 shooting to go along with 16 rebounds. Uh, Grayson Allen hit 5 of 7 from the 3. So they were able to replace Middleton's offense. But I said uh, on Friday when I was on with you guys that I liked the under Friday night because, look, uh, I think it is eventually going to hurt them more offensively. Now, they step up in the first game, and that's often what you see. When you get a starter that's going to be out, they kind of rally, and everybody chips in to fill that role, losing Chris Middleton's 20 points plus a game. So that's what happened. Now, the second game, it's harder to do that a little bit. So... The pace slows, I think, with this team. The defense clearly was very good because the Bulls, look, they didn't make any shots really in game three because in game two, they won that game up in Milwaukee because they made all these mid-range shots. And we know what we hear from the analytics community about mid-range shots, that they're the worst shots in basketball. You want three or at the rim. Those are the shots that you want, and those are the shots that most of these teams take. So, look, I think the Bucs, uh, if you look at their defense, they held the Bulls to an 86 0 rating in game one, 84.6 in game three. I mentioned game two, the Bulls hit those mid-range shots. That was really an outlier. So I wasn't really sure where to go with the side. I still kind of lean bucks, even though I think that number's a little too rich for me. So I'm going to go with the under 219 and a half. There it is. I like the book. I like the Bucks though today. I really do. I think I, I just think champions play like champions even when they miss a guy. I think that's the difference between Miami and Philly. It's the difference between some of these teams that just don't understand what it takes to play at a championship level. And even though Philly has Harden, who's been there, he's never really done it. I think that Milwaukee, Giannis isn't going to let his team lose to a team that he knows he's, he's better than. Michael is going to go heat on a short number, one and a half at the Hawks. I know this is not an official play, Wes, but I'm just curious to get your take on this one. 
Yeah, and I did ride Atlanta in game three. And look, I got to give them credit. I thought, okay, they're done when they gave up this 20-0 run. But we've seen in the NBA playoffs, runs are nothing, and you can come back from them just as Memphis uh, in game three up in Minnesota. But uh, I think Atlanta, you know, shot the ball at least a little bit better in game three. They won the two-point margin 60% to 56%. I haven't played this uh, as of yet because uh, – Really, it wasn't Trey Young that won them the game. Now, he was the closer at the end, but the guy that was big for them was Bogdanovich off the bench. Yep. So I got to check the injury report and, you know, see if uh, if Capella's going to go. I haven't seen that he is, but they clearly miss him, I think, down low, even though they shot much better at the rim in game three. But now you add the issue that Kyle Lowry battling this leg injury. So how is that going to change the dynamic with Miami? So as of now, I'm going to stay away from this one. Yeah. Okay. Who? What's the name of the guys we should be sweating with you in Spain right now? I'm just looking at the leaderboard. We have Adrian Otegui, the Spaniard. He is tied with uh, Pablo Loarthabal. So Pablo's the wrong Spaniard to get home here. So we need Otegui or Antoine Rosner, the Frenchman, who has won back. <laughs> fair, nice. fair enough. We will be sweating along with you. Wes Reynolds won on Twitter, of course. Great host here on VSIN. One half of Long Shots. Good luck. Enjoy your Sunday, Wes. Thank you. You bet, Thanks, fellas. Thanks Appreciate for having you. me. Okay. There he goes. Yeah, I didn't well want. Well done today, Patrick. You had a lot. I mean, you had a lot of people dishing to ball to you. You were Steve. You, you were playing like John Stockton today. A lot of dishing going on here, moving the ball around, making sure everybody got the you know got their you sister turnover ratio today was outstanding. <laughs> I hope I was uh, coaching. I th- hope I was hosting better than Nash coaches. And, and oh, maybe he doesn't like coach. He I mean, he he doesn't coach. And when's somebody going to say that? But I it's mean, not his problem. You, Think about it. It's not his problem. Like Katie picked them, and Nash never coached anything in his life. I mean, like somebody's got like I, I do think as much as fans don't, coaching matters in the NBA. That's why I like Spolster today. Not that I think that Nate McMillan's a bad coach. I just think Spolster will have time to figure out what to do and get his team ready to go. I think it does matter. I, I really do. It's like the coach in Boston. He's he's made a huge difference to their team. You know, as as good as Brad Stevens was, he got them to buy into that defense. They're tough. And that's why you love Doc so much in this Philly series. Yeah, I do. No doubt. No doubt. I think, you <laughs> that's know. hardcore sarcasm. I, 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 from the big what, guy. Would the, what would the what would the what are the odds to bet Toronto to win the series right now? You, you get a fat number. I'll tell you that. You get There's a no big chance fat they're one. coming back, Michael. There's no chance. You want to? I've lived this, Patrick. I have lived this. That's why all those people at the Borgata were betting Toronto yesterday. They're not dumb. Enjoy they're your Sunday. Dumb. I'll see. Enjoy they're your Sunday. Dumb. I'll see. Enjoy they're your Sunday. Dumb. I'll see. Enjoy they're your. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.